Podcast is part of the Podcast Your Scene Network. Visit us at www.podcastyourscene.com.
you know, the local media has an agenda that they're going to serve. I don't know who's in charge of it or what it is, if it's like a headless monster. Why? This is a question. Walking backwards. Walking backwards. Yeah. Something sacred. I don't know the names of the creep songs. Those Running are in circles. Just pop in and let play. Sea of glass. The flight and the fall. I love Ozzy. <laughs> I think he's the true definition of a rock star. <laughs> Anybody else have any interesting stories they don't want to come with Hey, this is John Lane from the thriving tropics of Leechburg, Pennsylvania. The Pennsylvania Rock Show, show featuring the best unsigned rock that Pennsylvania has to
Hey, it's Bill, and you're tuned into the Pennsylvania Rock Show featuring best unsigned rock and metal that Pennsylvania has to offer right here on parockshow.com, megarockradio.net, and 107.1 FM KFJD in St. Louis, Missouri, ruduradio.com on the beaches of San Diego, California, oldiesxl.com in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, buildscene.com slash radio right here in the thriving metropolis of Leechburg, Pennsylvania, and music from the 412.com live on Fire TV and Roku for the first time tonight. This is episode number 656 of the Pennsylvania Rock Show. With me tonight is Davey Williamson. What's up, Davey? How's it going, Bill? Good to see you again. You as well. I'm uh, not 100% sure that we're live on the Roku right now, but <laughs> we're connected. I just don't see us yet. <laughs> All right. I, I get it. But so uh, so what do you what have you been up to since we last chatted? A lot. Yeah, obviously, we you know, there's been we had the whole COVID thing happening during the same time that we were talked last, and we're kind of talking about the ability to be able to tour and to try to make some money as a musician uh, all over the country with it being everything shut down and mask mandates, uh, this and that. But Either way, things have been lifted, and I've been able to get back out on the road here and there, just starting to really start kicking it up big again. Uh, most of my day today even was spent just doing booking, uh, setting things up. Uh, not sure if I had last we spoke if I had already been brought into the Grammy world, but I have that coming up this weekend as well as coming Sunday. And uh, I'm just happy to be able to get back into the music uh, and, and playing the music and starting to write and hopefully get some new singles out here uh, over the next month or two. I'm pretty excited about that. Songs have been written, haven't been completed yet, but we're working towards that, and that's important. So if I remember correctly, you do a lot of writing. I do, yeah. Yeah, I do. Well, because I do all the different instruments in the recording process. So it's writing the songs, writing the drum parts, writing the bass parts, the lead guitar parts, the just the, the encapsulates everything and that's where i'm uh where i spend most of my time whenever i get rolling again um and really get digging in i'm gonna do singles from here on out it looks like just because of the way that the payouts are going from the label support or um, from management support you know nobody wants to really push albums anymore i'm a big fan of albums i wish that that was what it would go back to they just seem to be really going after these singles um then again you see places, uh, record shops, uh, like background records, like one of the shirts that I'm wearing uh, right now, who also Sean Atkins uh, helped record my last album with me out of Fayetteville, North Carolina. Awesome guy. He sells records and I mean, they're crushing it. So obviously somebody or people are starting, starting to go back to listening to records. Unfortunately, I don't think that the music industry is keeping up with that or paying attention that that's where people want things to go. Versus what they're hand feeding them. Um, so it looks like for anyone who's tuned in, if you are at the website that Davey and I shared, you are seeing us on on the music from the 412 stream. But it looks like the Roku is not picking it up. So that's something I got to look into later. <laughs> but, um, but um, so. <clears throat> Uh, you have some fans 
popping up in our chat here. Woohoo, look at that. Hamilton, what's up, buddy? And Good to see you. Hey, Jen, what's happening? <laughs> uh, good stuff. Good to see you guys. So they appear to be watching on Facebook, which definitely is working. <laughs> okay, well, that's good to know. Um, so I, I, I'm going to start out. I, did I ask you the pizza question? <laughs> I don't believe so, but yes, I love pizza. Okay, good. <laughs> So what is what is the best pizza that you've ever had because you're a musician? So you have to find a way uh, to link it to your music career. Was were you recording? Were you at a show? Were you on your way to or from a show? Were you at somebody else's show? I hate this question just because if people that are listening are all waiting to see what I'm gonna say. And then you know, uh obviously this being majority Pittsburgh. Oh boy, that's a tough one. You're gonna stick me like that, aren't you? Uh, well, you know. How about this? I'll go a different direction. People you travel. Pizza. You can go. You can go anywhere. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick with my hometown. They uh, in Wilmington, North Carolina, a place called I Love New York Pizza makes a pizza called Rio Rancho, and it's ranch on the bottom, cheese, tomato, and bacon. Uh, and to me, that's think about every time. I'm coming back and getting some of that. But <laughs> I, I don't like Chicago-style pizza. The first time I ever showed up to Chicago to play shows years ago, um, me and a buddy of mine, Waylon Henson, asked to uh, – we we done to try Chicago-style pizza. We didn't really know what it was. But we were at a bar drinking old-style beer is the beer that they have there. So as soon as we pull up, I was like, well, I got to get some of this Chicago-style pizza. They make the pizza. And uh, it turns out they just stuck it in a microwave and burnt the shit out of it. And it was just like a Mr. Beast pizza. And I was like, if that's Chicago sauce pizza, I'll never try it again. Later years, I found out that's not what that means. But that was my initial, I hate their pizza. And that went on for a few years before I realized that they actually do make a killer pizza as well. I actually had a Chicago style pizza this weekend. Oh, um, okay. How'd you pull that off? Well, there's a pizza shop around the corner called Leechburg Pizza Company that started making them. Okay. Um, not as good as the pizza I had in Chicago. Not terrible. I would order it again, but okay. not as good. <laughs> Careful. They're right up the road. They could be listening. They might be. <laughs> Listen, I order there a lot. so. <laughs> right. Cool. Yeah, well. There's their free advertising. Check out Leechburg Pizza Company. Okay. There you go. Um, Bring them on in. And I would now, love to try their pizza. They can ship it to me. <laughs> or maybe I'll catch them when I'm back up that way. So um, if you were on, on tour and I was driving your tour bus, what, <laughs> what music would I be playing in between tour stops? Hamilton's going to love this answer. Probably the oldies station. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, that's like, an excellent answer because oldies XL in Philadelphia that plays the show is an oldies channel. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, there, there you have it. So I, I like to listen to, uh, I like to listen to stuff that's completely different than what I play or uh, it's culture club. And you know what? That's a, <laughs> I recently saw a culture club in, in concert here in my hometown of Wilmington, North Carolina. And I can't believe that Hamilton's bringing this up to put me on the spot like this. But yes, it may be the best concert that I've seen in a really, really long time. And I get it. 
incredible musicians. It's Boy George, so it's hilarious. But I mean, it was incredible uh, from the beginning to the end. So I, I can't say a single bad thing about them. But yeah, yeah, I guess so, Hamilton. I would, I would make Bill if he was driving the tour bus, throw some Culture Club on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's like mm, no maybe not i i was uh, actually singing really quietly because nobody wants to hear that okay yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I just like i like to change it up so that when i'm doing my thing i'm not influenced by a lot of the hard rock bands that are going on don't get me wrong i listen to it and i support it but when you're on tour and if you're driving the tour bus the last thing i want to do is is hear one hear myself at all so please don't ever do that to me and then two anything just with the same style of sound in my ears because uh, it's almost like cleansing the, the palate of you know but before your ears so clearing kind of the, the way that you listen to things and an old engineer of mine he's not an old engineer of mine i guess he did the help with the last album too steve hardy he uh he taught me to go back and listen to Yes, um, uh, Owner of a Lonely Heart. And he would, back, this was a long time ago, he told me this. He probably doesn't even remember telling me this, but I, I stuck to it and I've never forgotten because it does help. It's such a clean recording. Uh, it readjusts my ears to be able to hear uh, different things and, and different production values within a song. And I think that helps me write and build new songs for myself. Cool. So, um, Ultra Club and Yes on the tour bus. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Kiss has played the Great White Sharks in a bay in Australia. Metallica has played in Antarctica. What non-standard venue would you like to perform at? Would so I like to perform at or a half performed at? Oh, how about both? I played in. Let me think of this weird. I got, there's a couple weird ones. I've played in a strip club. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've also played in a travel lodge uh, in Canada. Um, kind of like a like a hotel kind of setting. Yeah, a hotel. Yeah. But you got to remember, this is in the middle of nowhere, Canada. So it wasn't, it wasn't like there was a, at a bar area. It was there was, it was just a hotel lobby. <laughs> I thought that was pretty strange. Um, but the strip club was a weird one too. Um, but I don't know about the Metallica or the, the seeing with the seals or any of that stuff or whatever you're saying. Sharks, <laughs> sharks. Were were they performing while you were performing? The street, yes, yes, yes. I mean, it was back the the music forum. Yeah, huh? I know what you're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did they get a heads up on what you were playing ahead of time, or did they just have to? They just knew that I was. They knew that I was a, a, a rock and roll style band, and they, I don't know. They just went with it, and I guess I knew a guy who was the manager or something somewhere, and he had seen me perform before. So he just told him just to go ahead and make it happen. It was in the long set. It was like 45 minutes. But it was it was different. 
<laughs> did did you get tipped? <laughs> and you know what? I don't. I can't remember. It's been so long, but I don't believe so. I, I you would think so. I have so many questions that I'm not going to ask. <laughs> Hit me with it. I, you know, was I wearing a was I wearing a thong or anything? No, it's just normal. I just, um, yeah, I know. What what <laughs> what was the after show like? I mean, because I feel like you know that's that's what people pictured the after show to be, and that was the performance. Right. It was a. Uh, it was interesting, but it, it was back then. Everybody was so worried about their gear and getting to the next shows because, you know, we were on, we were on the hustle a whole lot harder. So we were like, Oh, we got to hurry up and get all of our gear loaded up. We got to hurry up and get out of here. Of course, you know, then it's, uh, they take you to the VIP area, which anybody who's ever been in a place like that knows that the VIP area is just, nowhere that different you're in fact a little bit further away in just you know, chairs and they're wanting to bring you you know bottle service and all this kind of thing but you know it's i've never been a big fan of uh it, it, strip clubs or anything like that i just it, to me it's like it's like uh going to burger king ordering your food at the first window and driving past the second so <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting take on it. Um, right. <laughs> how how do you get booked there? It was like I said. It was just a. It was a. It was a guy that I knew that had seen me play. He asked me if he could book me somewhere. I didn't think anything of it. Uh, he gave me the address and the budget for it. Asked me if I was bringing Mama Santa. I said that was fine. Of course, you pull up to the venue. You realize it's not really a venue. That it's a strip club. Is there a stage? Wasn't lying about that. <laughs> there was a stage. I just happened to not be on it. So, <laughs> so you which I can tell you some other stories, but we leave those out. Well, you know, normally I would ask As a about band. Them. Let's call it. Normally, I would ask about embarrassing moments, but I, I don't know if you can top you, that. No. Yeah, I, I'd have to think, put some thought into it. Yeah. Now, did that happen before our, our last interview, or? No, 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 no. This was this was ages ago, man. Oh, this was a long, long time. When I was first getting started, back when I didn't ask questions about where the venue was or what the venue was. I just was happy to have a a show that paid money. So I showed up to wherever they told me. If it was somebody's backyard, we were there. If it was uh, the strip clubs, that's which is where you went. You know, we didn't back then you didn't have management, you didn't have uh booking agents and people who looked out for things like that. It was just kind of who you knew and you bounced around to wherever they told you to go and whoever could help you next and, and point you in the next town or to the next buddy who will throw some cash at you to keep you moving. So we're talking a lot of years ago. So. And finding someone's floor to sleep on and the, all that, that. that point of the, of the that point of the, yeah, that point, not the, the posh part now where it's hotels and flights and all that back when it was your van was breaking down every three gigs and you were all <laughs> sleeping in it, you know, eating chef boy RD. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> the, gr the grind. Yeah. Yeah. That was the tough part. Um, so. so being someone who, who has been on tour, um, what, what was your favorite place to play? Hmm. 
Or you can name a few. We don't want to like. We don't want anybody to blackball you. you. <laughs> I I played a show not too many years back with a band called Valiant Thor, and in fact, this is Pittsburgh that we played at a place called the Smiling Moose. I was, was just there last week. Yeah, I was. yeah, yeah, yeah. Scarfo, you know Scarfo. I have not met him. <laughs> yeah, he a uh, great guy. He took. He always took care of us. Jesus, thank God, because it gets cold up there. And uh, yeah, Scarfo would look out for us. Uh, we played a show with Valiant Thor there. It's a really small room, but it was completely packed. And we had a you, God, we had a blast. You were upstairs. I didn't even know that there was an upstairs. We were upstairs. There was downstairs. Oh. Upstairs. They haven't used the upstairs. I've been told for a while, but the night I was there, we were upstairs. Really? Yeah. And it's like in a closed stairwell. There's a wall on both sides and they're really steep. And I'm glad I didn't have to carry anything but my, my camera bag on my back. (laughs) Uh, Next door to the Rex theater. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Although that's not called um, Foxtel, but yes. Okay. It's Foxtel. Okay, cool. Yeah. I showed you how long it's been since. I was up that way, but that was one of my favorite shows. That one was a blast because it was one of the first times where groups of friends were on separate tours, but we were able to put them together. And then we were all, both all of us landed in Pittsburgh to do the show together. And so you hadn't seen anybody for a few months on the road. And all of a sudden it was like all your best buddies and you're all drinking and shit here in Pittsburgh. And we're having a good time. So it was a blast, man. It really was a good buddy. My Mark Maxwell at that time was playing with him and, uh, He's a ripper, man. All those guys, Herbie, kills it. Yeah, those guys are real. Have, have you have you come through the Fort Pitt tunnels and seen the city? Have you done that part of it? Because man, I, 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 I travel side. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, yes, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. I have. I just it's I I go to so many different places all the time. It's hard to kind of remember until I'm back in the city. Whereas, like tomorrow, I'll be in Denver. Um, I'm in Wilmington, North Carolina right now, but I'll almost forget how to get around till I land. And then I go, Oh, I know where I'm at now. And it all kind of comes back to me. Um, then of course you have, uh, you know, I'll, I've completely forgotten what LA is like. I've kind of stayed out of California because they had even stricter guidelines than anybody else about the COVID stuff. But it's been, I just, man, probably, well, maybe almost four years since I was there last. And I, and I was in uh, Lake Tahoe uh, when I was there. Um, so that's, uh, I think I'll say four years ago, but I've completely forgotten how to get around any of that. So Pittsburgh's going to be the same way when I get back. It's been a minute. Now I just did pass through Pittsburgh. However, I, uh, I was playing a fair uh, north of the city. A big fair. I, I wish I could remember the name of it off the top of my head, but I had been on the road for a little while at that point, and it all kind of starts to blur to get blur. You know, everything's the same thing all of a sudden. You just put one foot in front of the next and hope your voice keeps working when you're singing. So, um, what is the one thing that has to go with you when you're on tour? The most important thing. Like you would turn around and go back to get it if you didn't have it. How far out of town are we before we have to turn around to get it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or or uh, someone has to bring it to you if you're too far out. 
Tough one. Um, Let me look back at all the instruments here. <laughs> it's gonna be my microphone. Bring my own microphone. I just I can't traveling like I do playing music and, and going around. I don't. Sometimes I don't mind it. It depends on how many drinks I guess I've had. But most of the time, I always want my own microphone because I, if you get out on the road and you're leaving to go on tour. And you're using all the house mics. Well, Hamilton's right to Rumble Mints. I'm a big Rumble Mints fan, but I can get that everywhere, Hamilton. It doesn't end in Wilmington. I have to have my own mic, personal mic, everywhere, all the venues that I go. And he's right, a little bit of Rumble Mints to go with it. Always on hand. Um so before we go too much further, um, <laughs> we are gonna we are gonna take a quick break and listen to some music from Pittsburgh and Pennsylvania scenes. And uh, we'll be right back with Davey. back with Davey. That was a... I got to backtrack for a second. I want to jump in here because I don't know where I messed this up. (laughs) Favorite place to play had to have been currently would have been Sturgis. So I just played in Sturgis two nights and it was uh, was awesome. Thanks, John, for reminding me of that. I see you. (laughs) Did you get a text? Was that... I I have people who remind me like what's going on because I can't seem to remember anything. 
So <laughs> I, I know how that goes. I was <laughs> I was at music from the four one two studio last Monday and Rocky, who owns owns um music from the four one two, we were doing something out in the studio area and I went to go back into the control room and I told him I'd search it. It's like fifteen feet. And I walked in the control room, turned back, walked back out and went, Hey Rocky, what did I say I was searching? <laughs> I it's just not, it doesn't stick anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know what happened, but it's staying so busy and always trying to figure out what I'm doing next or where I'm headed next. People ask me all the time, where were you last month? And I'm like, man, I don't, I don't have a clue. I don't know where I was last night, last month. It's like, man, let me check my schedule. <laughs> Luckily um, I have a Google calendar working for me. So tell me. What would you I'm going to give you the official build the scene question, which I know I asked you last time, but we'll see if you have a different answer. Okay. Who Who is your Dave Grohl? In other words, who do you want to go up on stage with and perform one of their originals? And the reason I know that I asked you this question is because we had a conversation about you knowing somebody that might be able to get a hold of him. Yep. For you. Yeah. With Dave Grohl. Yeah. 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah I do remember that conversation. Uh, man. Oh, I think probably last time it would have been, and correct me if I'm wrong, did I say Joey Cape? I honestly don't remember. <laughs> it would have been good for you to remember and then question me to see. I just I got done telling you I couldn't remember 15 feet away. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? Okay, yeah, exactly. Um, I love Joey Cape. I would love to be a, That's somebody that I would like to have in the studio with me, working with me, uh, building songs and doing doing the recording process just curious how he goes about it um if god it's such a tough question to, to get right uh <laughs> past present or future right it can be any uh go ahead hamilton i know you're dying to chime in on this <laughs> he, he's got nothing for you so far nothing so far okay 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 <laughs> um i would man it would be tough so... probably dave Grohl himself to be honest i mean look at all the bands that he's played with uh look at just how he's put so many things together that or you know even if I if there would have ever been a chance, it would have been with Taylor Hawkins. Uh, you know, I was just earlier thinking about I was joking around with a buddy of mine in California, and we were singing the Landis Morissette songs. Whereas a lot of people don't realize that Taylor Hawkins was the drummer for Landis Morissette, and so you think that he he does all these things, and nobody notices him. He joins Dave Grohl as his drummer, which is crazy, and then Dave Grohl moving over, you know, and. Uh, Obviously, the talent level there's got to be through the roof. So I, I'd love to be in somewhere around that group, um, or uh, you know, the guys from Queens of the Stone Age would be a good one. Um, that's tough for me, man. That's like that's a because I can go all over the map here, and whether it be vocally or drums or guitar, you know, guitar work, I would probably like love to sit around Red Beach, whom I have met. Talk there, to. there is a Pittsburgh name. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I'm, I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, he's a cool guy, man. I met him in an Atlanta airport, and we were sitting down just kind of uh, bullshitting, drinking some beers. We both were at a layover, and we got to talking and this and that. And I said, sure, man, come on, let's get some – I'll jump in on the new Winger album for rhythm guitar, you know. And we had that conversation, but nothing ever came of it. And Still cool guy. And, I mean, God, talk about a monster guitar player. I mean, it doesn't I don't think it gets much better than that outside of guys I'm, that are already passed. I'm pretty sure – that um he's coming to in stuff music um which is a local music store um i wish i could remember the dates i actually have a commercial for them queued up in my in my video queue for tonight yeah, we too. well so, if there, there might be a chance there where me and reb get together fly yeah. in and meet up at the store and play do something together do a <laughs> or a trio me him and kept winger all together <laughs> yeah about that but we'll see <laughs> um and let's not forget why he was in white snake too right so yes <laughs> right so you know you know I, even though he's still working on the winger stuff in fact he released a solo album i did get that from him um he sent that over so that was cool that was cool to check out as well i hope that's been successful for him that that poor band got got royally screwed by beavis and butthead <laughs> <laughs> didn't they yes well, well, you know, it's still funny, but um, if you this question last week, the person who asked it um showed up. She hadn't been around in a while, and it it brought it back to my the, the forefront of my brain. Um, she's the lead singer of the band The Shadow Event. Her name is Christina. So after I asked it, ask it, you'll know who to blame. Um. So, so you are a guest in a cartoon, kind of like Scooby Doo, like Scooby Doo meets Kiss. Yeah, 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 yeah. What cartoon are you asked to be a guest on, and what kind, what character do they make you? Like, what, what are you? Family Guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, Family Guy or South Park. Oh God, that would have to be. <laughs> oh, family Guy, I would say, and then. I think I'd become Butter's best friend or something. Now, are you going to be a human or are you going to be like Brian and be a dog? I'm going to, I think I'm going to be human. <laughs> and it's going to be a battle between who I'm better friends with, Brian or Butters. Between, and that's, they're going to mesh, like they're gonna mesh, they're gonna mesh South Park with Family Guy, and there's going to be a tear between the two. I feel like you've thought about this. <laughs> it's too it's too clear. I'm like, okay, check it out. We're gonna split the two different series and that's which which one can they keep me on best? Sounds like the, I like I can monetize that somehow. What's it's up, like, Michael? Speaking of speaking of Pittsburgh, Michael uh just showed up on the screen here and said, What's up? Is he was my old bass player and just started uh, picking up now he's going to be playing drums for me and he used to play in Pittsburgh uh, play shows with me as well and uh, we used to that's he was with me when we did the Smile and Miss show so what's up I'm telling what's up? you you so lucked out that you didn't have to go up those steps <laughs> yeah with all the gear too is that oh, how he went up there oh that's terrible like, news. I, I had a backpack with my camera stuff in it and I struggled getting up there I was like I don't know how you carry an amp up here right that's uh that would be a pain in the ass. We do a lot of venues like that though as we travel around. 
thankfully a lot of them have elevators. We have a place here in, in Wilmington uh, that I used to play at when I was a lot younger. And I think maybe some of the guys that in people that are on here have probably played at the elevator breaks on you every once in a while and it's level five. So it's five step five levels of steps to climb up to get upstairs to the, to the stage. And it's, that sucks. Well, at least it gets you part way up. <laughs> it doesn't do that. And that they, they, it just completely stops working. And then you have to carry everything. To this rooftop so it doesn't take you like up the first five and you no, can no, 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 it's five levels high. So it's oh, okay. that's the rooftop. But when it doesn't work and you're booked, you're already there, you're downtown. So you've already usually gotten into a parking space. You just have to man up and just start loading everything up to the top. That's not a lot of fun at all. I've had to do it a couple of different times. I think that's one of the reasons I stopped performing there years back was it was just nightmare when it was summertime and you're digging everything and going up. John Hodges, what's up, buddy? Yeah. Don't forget me at the airport tomorrow in Denver. (laughs) (laughs) So are are you playing a show in Denver? Uh, I am, but not tomorrow is more North. uh, I'm kind of losing your audio for some reason. That's it's a, there you go. (laughs) A little bit further North uh, towards it's like Boulder. Like they're like flat irons and all that kind of area. Little town. It's a town called Johnstown right outside of it. Boulder. And then, uh, then I have Denver the next night. Um, and that is a place called the ranch. And then I'll fly out and then I go to LA Friday, but John, don't seriously, don't forget me at the airport. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you know, it's Colorado, right? They forget things there too. (laughs) I get what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so those of you that are watching, if you're on Facebook or you're on Build the Scenes website, um, you can actually comment and it'll show up and we can see it on our screens while we're having our conversation, which is why you saw the comments from Hamilton and Mikey and, and John pop up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Um, so if you were sitting on a bench and your musical idol sat down next to you, turned to you and said you can ask me one question but only one who's sitting next to you and what are you asking (laughs) (laughs) well you're just full of all the questions aren't you i mean you were on here once you you should know what's yeah yeah yeah, i knew it was i knew it was coming um (laughs) i would say i don't want to go as far as say well paul mccartney and I would ask him for some money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that might work. I'm going to come sit with you. <laughs> Strawberry fields forever. <laughs> Did you see that recently um, he was reenacting the, um, oh, why am I blanking on the name of the cover? The one where they're walking across by um, Grand, or not Grand, um, in New York. Abbey yes, Abbey Road. And someone, someone in an Uber almost hit him. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> I got, yeah, you'll see that's funny. Um, all right. So, if you could play with any band in the history of the world at any location, who are you playing with, 
And you can either be on stage with them, opening for them, they're opening for you, whatever scenario you want. Um, who are you playing with and where are you going to play? John Hodges is going to love this answer. Firehouse and in the Virgin Islands. <laughs> There's a big, long story about this one. This is good. This is good shit. <laughs> Did that happen? Well, okay. So it turns out John, who's here, and the, the chat, he's probably not even saying anything because he's losing his mind right now that I brought it up. But a buddy of mine, uh, my roommate, I, I lived in the Virgin Islands, uh, and it's I, when I first moved there, a girl had walked up. There was Bud Light Girls, and John Hodges plays music as well, and he was playing a show with another guy off to the, uh, off like up on a balcony, and a girl asked me, "Well, I swear I know you from somewhere. I know you," and I said, "No, you don't." My buddy sat beside me, said well, what do you want me to do? You want me to get him to like talk to you or something? And she was like, no, I mean, I just want to talk to him. And no matter what, I have them a Bud Light girl. You can have this Bud Light hat. And he goes, listen, lady, what do you want me to do? Have him sign it for you? And she goes, I knew it. I knew he was famous or something. <laughs> and my buddy turns around and goes, you ever heard of a little band called Firehouse? Not once did I ever, not ever once did I say <laughs> anything about being in Firehouse or nothing being anybody. And, uh, the girl leaves and they go run over to John who's playing and they ask John, or they say, Hey man, we got to get this guy up here. The guy from fire, the guy from firehouse is here and he's going to come up and play some songs if I can get him to. So they come back to me and John starts saying to the mic. Yeah. All right, man. Well, Hey, a guy from firehouse is here. Why don't you come on over and play some songs? I happen to know a few firehouse licks myself. <laughs> So of course I jump right in and I go with the baby, don't you be bad, you know? And we're just it was so funny. You had if you were there, you'd you fall out of your chair laughing. It's so funny. Because it's so obvious that I'm not the guy from Firehouse, you know? Right. But this right. girl has no idea and everybody's raging, screaming and yelling because they think I really am the guy from Firehouse. You know? <laughs> so, so funny. So um, good with that. So what what do you have coming up next besides Denver and and so I've got the Grammys Denver and- it's coming Sunday so I've got the uh, I've got the Grammys coming up Sunday but I go into LA Friday uh, Saturday Sunday there's a lot of events that I have to attend by going uh, this year I'm not up for anything I just was invited uh, to go back and then uh, Monday Monday up in Salt Lake City. Tuesday, I think I'm back in Denver. I'm not on. There's so many variables with what's happening. Literally, I've been dealing with it all day today and then trying to figure out with John what he has going on. Uh, he he kind of acts as my booking help as well over in, in uh, Colorado. But um, other buddies in Salt Lake City, I love playing in Salt Lake City, love playing in Colorado. Um, I'm really trying to get everything locked up for Cheyenne, Wyoming. I've been working over there. I, I don't know anybody there. So anybody out there listening, if you do know anybody who has a venue or uh, would like to have me, even if it's just for a, a small acoustic show, I'd love to jump on that. I'm looking for any dates or times that they would throw me within that uh, wheelhouse between the 8th or 8th and the 10th. Uh, love to get up to Cheyenne. I've been there a couple of different times. It's just I love the place. So cool. Some real like old, it's almost looks like your background. 
Yeah. <laughs> that's my that's my neighbor's garage. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a story behind that, but that's not Is he from Wyoming? <laughs> no, no. It, it, it's it's closer to Leesburg Pizza Company than I am. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. That's funny. But yeah, um, that's that's basically what I have going on. And then I'm I'm back to the studio finishing up some uncles. I finished up the music part um, for one of the singles that's coming out, and then going in to finish the vocals, and then going to head down to uh, Mississippi, Alabama, and. Uh, going to be doing some work over in Muscle Shoals area and then bouncing over to my buddy, Steve Hardy, who I brought up before that helped me do some engineering him and uh, some other friends. Hopefully we're going to have, uh, I know Matt Scandal, we're going to have him try to take a listen to it. He's from Vertical Horizon. Have him take a listen to it. See if he'll help in any way uh, by getting everything done. But, you know, before we say that, that all that's going to happen with Steve and, and Matt, uh, just kind of keep your ears peeled. Some big things are in the in the works, and, and we're kind of moving right along. And hopefully by next year, I'll be able to, you know, go win some of these awards outside. I just keep visiting all these nice places and, and performing. So, um, real quick, I do want to mention uh, for the people who are watching this on the web or Facebook or wherever, um, since it did not go live on the Roku and Fire TV, but it is live on the Music from the Four One Two website. Um, it will be on the Roku and the Fire TV Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern. So you can still watch it on Roku and Fire TV. Just you're going to watch it at Memorex instead of live. <laughs> there you go. But, there you um, go. So where where can the listeners find you online? And, you know, besides the shows you just talk about, because clearly you want them to come to those, but where, where can <laughs> yeah. they check you out online? Yeah, every, all the different streaming sources. Um, obviously, you can download it through uh, iTunes and all that. It's on uh, basically everywhere you can find or anything. If you have Tidal, any of that stuff, it's everywhere. YouTube included, um, Spotify, Apple Music. You know, I you know I prefer you come see me in person if you have the ability to, because um, I think that sometimes that that resonates a little better than uh than just listening to the the records not only that we could probably have a drink or some rumble together <laughs> go rumble mints <laughs> he's going for uh a sponsorship there maybe i am <laughs> up. <Pick> me up. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey davy i, I want to thank you for hanging out with me again absolutely and uh this is episode 656 of the pennsylvania rock show um, I'm going to play an outro um, when it ends, wherever you're listening and watching, um, stay there because you may find your next favorite unsigned and independent artist. Um, real quick, give a, um, is your website, I, is it still up? Yeah, it's, it's davywilliamson.com. Um, but, you know, I found that nobody goes to it. The, the, web, the websites themselves, everybody's going through Facebook, Instagram. They can all follow me there. Instagram, it's Davy underscore Williamson. Uh, with Facebook, it's Davy Williamson. I mean, I've made it all super simple through any of this, the uh, social media outlets as well. The easiest thing in the whole world to do is just go into Google, type Davy Williamson, and then it gives you all the different buttons across the bottom. And that allows for you not only to see 
all the different interviews and the things that we've even done here. It also allows you to be able to link up with me on social media and all the different streaming services that are available. Cool. Cool. Hey, so as I said, we're going to play the outro. Um, there will be some more stuff on music from the 412 that you can hang out and watch. Um, if you're on one of the stations I mentioned at the beginning, keep listening and uh, we will see you um, next Monday for another live interview and Fridays for the actual podcast and radio show release date. And um, if you go to parockshow.com, it'll take you to this portion of build the scene that explains everything about this show. So for those of you that are new today, go check that out when we're done. Um, my name is Bill. And once again, thank you for hanging out with us.
this is John Bashoff from Untamed. I want to invite everybody down to Mr. Smalls on Saturday, March 25th, 2023. A fundraiser for Scott Miles. Scott received a liver transplant back in November of 2022. He's got mounting medical bills and would really appreciate your help. Four bands, 20 bucks. Available online, from the bands, or at the door. Doors open at 6 p.m. Show starts promptly at 7. Sun Dog Rising. Terrible. A celebration of tool. Bad mother trucker. And after a seven-year hiatus, one night only, the return of Untamed. Do what they say, they'll find a way, a way to go. Mr. Small's Funhouse, Saturday, March 25th, 2023. 6 p.m. Show starts promptly at 7. A fundraiser for Scott Miles. All proceeds benefit Scott Miles. Be there. This episode of the Pennsylvania Rock Show has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be introduced to more of the best on-sign rock and metal that Pennsylvania has to offer. Don't forget to rate and review the show, and we'll see you on the next episode.